Hello and welcome. These conversations are all about living life with intention. I'm Stephanie Isabella, your host, and together we're going to talk about the different ways that you can add intention into your life, real, raw stories, and how adding intention to your life can also add a little bit of magic. So stay tuned. I'm so glad that you're here and press play today. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. This episode is a bonus mini episode where I am going to help you understand how to create inspiration in your life so that you don't need to feel that deep urge and and seek out motivation. Instead, you can really act from that place of inspiration. So I know on a previous episode, I've talked all about inspired action, and this episode is hopefully going to help empower you to really find the ways that you can create more inspiration in your life so that you can act from that place of inspiration. And quite frankly, this podcast episode is basically following this exact really, um, I don't know if I would say a formula or methodology, but exactly what I'm going to be explaining through this episode is exactly how I'm creating this episode. So I know I keep you updated with what this podcast creation series is like. And last night I had this thought in my brain. A thought that I could very well label as a to-do. And it got me curious and it got me really wondering, when we have these thoughts in our brains that are to-dos, how do we find the motivation to do it? Or how do we create inspiration so that we want to do it? Okay, so those are kind of the two different two different angles that I was looking at it. Like, do I have to use motivation to get the motivation and then kind of push through? Or is there a way that I can proactively create inspiration so that I'm really going to want to choose to do this to-do in my life? Um, And by to-do, I mean something that would go on a to-do list. I feel like I've mentioned before, I don't actually typically work from a to-do list. I work from something a little bit different, but it looks very similar. I'm not going to get into that today. I'm just going to use the word to do because I think it is, it communicates the point that I'm trying to make. We all have those times where we're sitting there and something pops into our brain that we need to do. And our brain can then have a few different responses and a few different um, ways that it can navigate this to do after it pops into our brain. So with that being said, my question for you is, when a to do pops into your brain, what is your next thought? And what is your next course of action? And I think there are many ways that our brain can navigate this and that we can navigate this. But typically, I feel like I hear most commonly these examples. A to-do pops into our brain and it's overwhelming because it's another to-do and our plate is already full. And now we have to find room for this other thing to fit into. It can be a lot. And that initial overwhelming feeling can be quite uh, restrictive. I talk to people often who feel paralyzed even just in that instant and in that moment of realizing there's another to do. And it's almost like we go into this like shutdown survival mode, overloaded, there's no room on our plates for another thing. And it's just almost like we try to put ourselves into this little shell and this little ball and just hope that the to do is going to just disappear. 
So maybe you relate to that. Maybe you relate to part of it. Maybe you don't necessarily wish it would just disappear, but you find yourself really feeling overwhelmed at the thought of another thing on your plate. Or maybe when a to-do pops into your brain, you jump right into action and you accomplish it or you finish it or you do it right then and there. And often what I hear from people who take that approach is that you do that, but then all of a sudden you're multitasking and you're doing all of these things. So a really good example of this is you are cleaning your kitchen and you realize that you're out of paper towels. And so you go to grab some more paper towels. And as you're in your pantry, you realize that you're almost out of cleaning supplies and you have to go to your grocery list to write down cleaning supplies. And then you remember, oh, but I actually need to make a full grocery list with food and everything too. And another to-do pops into your mind about making this grocery list with all the food and everything. And now you're making your grocery list and your dishes are still sitting there and they're not done. And you still didn't get the paper towel and everything is just kind of dragged on. So that is definitely on uh, one end of the spectrum. And I think there are many places to be between kind of like complete shutting down and hoping that that to-do just disappears and between uh, full-on multitasking, doing all of the things and actually forgetting all the things in the process of trying to keep on top of everything because you're taking action right away. So I want to provide you with a tangible tool here to really help you uh, navigate what to do when these to-dos pop into your brain. But before I get into that tangible tool, I want to talk about the two different mindsets that I I tend to see happen with these to-dos. So I explained the two kind of actions that I typically see we take and the two mindsets that I have noticed, especially in myself, but definitely talking with others too, is this mindset of quite similar to the first example that I explained where we just shut down and there's just another thing on our plate, but this uh, mindset of there's so much to do, so what's the point in doing any of it? Or there's so much to do, I can't possibly do that. And, And it just feels like a very big overwhelming task, even if it's something little. And then I think the opposite end of this spectrum would be along the lines of gratitude for another thing to do with your time. And maybe you're thinking that sounds absolutely bonkers and bizarre, like who would ever sit down and be grateful for these annoying little tasks like reminding yourself you need more paper towel from the grocery store, whatever it is, who's actually sitting there grateful for it. But I really want to suggest that you allow your mind to think about these two ends of the spectrum and think about where you would like to be. In a perfect ideal world, if it was totally manageable and realistic for you, where on that spectrum would you want to be? And I feel like most of us could agree that we would like to be closer to the gratitude aspect, even if it sounds like very unattainable or unrealistic right now. Wouldn't it be nice to have to-dos pop into your brain and your body not instantly shut down, but instead feel excited And that's what I'm really hoping to help you feel through this episode, because I think when we have that feeling of gratitude, that often is paired with that inspiration and that willingness and wanting to act. 
So let me dive into a tangible tool for you here, something that you can actually apply when you have these to-dos pop in your brain. And this is deeply rooted in the concept of inspired action. So if you have missed the episode on inspired action, go back and listen to that one because you're going to get a lot more information about inspired action in that previous episode. But today I want to give you this tool. And just as a reminder, the more times that we act when inspiration comes, the more often we're going to get inspiration. And I think we can think about inspiration coming from many different avenues, many different routes. Um, For me, I believe that inspiration comes from God. Maybe you call it universe, source, uh, divine energy, whatever seems appropriate for you. Think about the fact that when you do follow through and take action, and this is really where the cool thing, the cool piece comes in, you are going to find more inspiration. So let me get into the tangible tool and I'll get back into the kind of more woo-woo side a little bit near the end here. So this tangible tool that I'm talking about is this simple two-minute rule. If it's going to take you less than two minutes, do it now. Or do, schedule, start, set up, lay out, look into, research, whatever it is for two minutes. And now there are caveats, of course, for sure. Like if you're in the middle of a, maybe you uh, work at home and you have your alarm set for a 20 minute work block and a thought comes into your mind. Just write that down and then after your kind of dedicated focus work time is over, then this two minute uh, piece would apply where you either take action on it right away for two minutes or you're going to spend two minutes setting it up, researching, whatever you need to do to get ready for it. So an example for this might be it's after dinner and you remember that you have a new doctor in a new town that you need to call and set up an appointment with. And so maybe it's after hours, so you can't call them and set up an appointment, but maybe you can just find their number and save it into your phone so that tomorrow and schedule it into your phone that you're going to, or your calendar that you're actually going to contact this new doctor in this new town And then you already have kind of the, quote, research piece done where you found the number. So it's one less thing to do the next time. You've already started the activity. You've been very clear with your intentions. And ultimately what you've done is you've said to God, you've said to the universe, you've said to whatever higher power you mostly resonate with, hey, when I feel that inspiration, I take action. And maybe you're thinking like, well, inspiration to make a doctor's appointment. That sounds lame, Stephanie. Yeah, there's some really exciting examples of inspiration that comes, but I think it's important to note that inspiration also comes in the small and mundane things. And when it truly starts to build up and and really start to fuel you and fire you, that inspiration is going to get stronger and it's going to get a little bit more magical for you. So if in the beginning you don't feel necessarily inspired, know that this is part of the learning process of encouraging inspired action to come and to meet you more often. And you're saying, hey, I see you and I'm here to take action, okay? 
Um, so that two minute rule can be super, super duper helpful. I typically also use that, like that's how I typically keep my house tidy. That being said, I had a wicked migraine last week that lasted quite a few days. And so my house is a disaster right now. So one of the things that I am doing today is just kind of tidying up and cleaning up. But typically this two minute rule would apply. If I'm holding a dirty dish, if it's going to take less, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm preaching to the choir here. Like I, I feel like I know my audience pretty well. And I feel like you're all kind of in the same boat where it's like, if you're holding a dirty dish, why put it in the sink? when you could just put it straight into the dishwasher. If it's gonna take less than two minutes to do, complete, finish, take action on, do it in some way, shape, or form. And you might find that you end up getting so many thoughts and so many things flowing into your mind that you need to do. And at this point, then I would recommend that you do something like a brain dump either in the morning or at nighttime. Those are typically the times when people find the most beneficial. And the reason that I would recommend this is because if you're finding that all day, your brain is a little bit scattered trying to keep track of all of these things. And then you understand the two minute rule, but, but there's so many thoughts coming into your mind that the two minute rule turns into like an hour of doing things because all of these little things keep popping into your mind. Then you want to do a brain dump and you want to actually get everything out of your mind because you're likely not quite shifted into that place of inspiration yet, which is okay. Like I said, it's a learning curve. It's a process and you're communicating with your higher power that you're here ready and listening and willing to take action. So creating a brain dump and then pulling three things from it that you're willing to do that day can be very powerful and have the same effect as taking action when the to-dos pop into your brain at random points through the day. Okay, so I think the really powerful piece of this is that this allows you to, uh, yeah, really remove the need for the classic sense of motivation. And if you missed last episode, I dove really deep into motivation and hopefully helped you reframe it. So I'm talking about the classic traditional sense of motivation. Um, If you did miss last episode, definitely go check it out. It is a great one. But When we're thinking about motivation, people often will tell me that they have a hard time following through on activities when motivation doesn't show up. And so when you are able to communicate, and really this is what I believe co-creation is, it is the you doing your part and you taking action as you're able so that Again, my, I, I believe in God, but whatever you most deeply resonate with, the magical mysteries of the universe, whatever it is for you, when you see that your actions are really being not only met, but appreciated, respected, and you're given more of that inspiration, it's going to be a really fun and powerful experience for you. So things like feeling inspired to exercise, feeling inspired to go into the kitchen and cook a really nutritiously dense meal. Um, Like I said, this podcast episode, very much an act of inspiration for me. Well, 
pretty much every single one of my podcast episodes, I think with the exception of one, has been uh, an act of inspired action. And I think what I'm trying to kind of get at here and maybe talking around the circle a little bit, but what I'm really trying to say is you have the power to essentially pick up the phone with the way that things go on around you and say, hey, I'm here, I'm ready, I will follow through, and I'm gonna show you that I'm going to follow through. And I think, oh gosh, who has this quote? Uh, I think it's Tony Robbins may have the quote that says, act as though your prayers have already been answered. So if you're like praying for, or maybe you're, you're wishing for, or hoping for, whatever terminology you use there, if you're praying for, for health, and you know that fitness is going to be a piece of getting your physical body, your mental body, your spiritual body healthy, but you have a really hard time staying consistent with it because you really struggle with the motivation, then when you do get those bits of inspiration to move your body, this is where the two-minute rule directly applies. Move your dang body for two minutes. Do it. Communicate with God that you are listening, that you are serious, that you are acting as though your prayers have already been answered. So again, if that prayer was for health and then you get this moment of inspiration to move your body, move your body. And this is a a very powerful example, I think, because really it, it can happen in any way, shape or form, right? Like if you're in the grocery store and you're grocery shopping and you get this moment of inspiration to exercise, I mean, I am not going to lie. I've definitely done lunges up and down the shopping aisles before. You can do calf raises as you're reaching for things off the shelf. You can do a little bit more movement with your arms, depending on how busy it is, depending on how self-conscious you get. But it's one of those things that you can really take inspired action on pretty much almost anywhere, right? Even if you're sitting in a meeting, I mean, Kegels, no one knows you're doing them right? You can literally be sitting there exercising with nobody knowing you're doing them. You can be flexing your butt cheeks and getting a glute workout. Like this is something that you can act on pretty much anywhere. Maybe you want to do a little bit more. And so you decide, okay, as soon as I get out of the grocery store, instead of doing some lunges or something now inside the store, as soon as I get out of the grocery store, I'm going to take a walk around the parking lot. Just a quick lap just two minutes. And that act of inspiration, again, communicates that you are serious, that you mean business, and that you are ready for the blessings that you're asking for. Okay, let me say that again. It says that you're ready for the blessings that you're asking for. So that prayer, that hope, that wish, whatever form you put it in, Are you actually ready for it? And the best way to communicate with God that you're ready for it is to take action when those bits of inspiration come. You will find that you get so many more bits of inspiration when you consistently follow through on the acts. Okay, I'm going to leave it there for today, but there is much more I could get into. There's super cool synchronicities that happen when you really start to have this kind of 
two-way connection, this really deep base of co-creation and this really um, true understanding of inspired action. There are so many fun things that can happen. Um, and, and even to the point you, it's not that you can't dictate when inspiration comes either. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to leave that. I'm not going to get into that on this episode today because I just did intend this to be a short bonus episode. And I know I could talk for at least another kind of 20, 45 minutes here about all the fun things that inspiration has allowed me to do in my life and, and really kind of the magic that it's opened up to. So I hope that gave you something to think about. Please be sure to hit follow and leave a rating and review if you're able and enjoying this podcast, which I really hope you are. Please come say hello on Instagram. I am at stephanie.isabella underscore very active on Instagram. I love hanging out over there and I love connecting with my listeners from my podcast over on Instagram. So definitely come say hello. I'm always curious to know who's listening. And that's it for today. Thanks for coming. See you next time and may God bless you.